0: This is the podcast, Your Spiritual Shift, with hosts Jennifer Matthews and Carl Gruber. Your Spiritual Shift podcast. is a show based on their online program of the same name. That's where Carl and Jen guide you to remember and implement into your daily life the truth about who you really are, a child of all that is, your source. We invite you to join Jen and Carl for each and every episode as they explore in-depth the teachings and principles of true, non-dualistic spirituality and their practical application. You can live your life without the ego's lack, attack, judgment, and guilt, and thoughts of sin, and replace them with truth, unconditional love, innocence, pure joy, abundance, and a unity of purpose. Here's Jennifer Matthews and Carl Gruber with Your Spiritual Shift.
1: Welcome, friends. I'm Jennifer Matthews, one of your hosts here on Your Spiritual Shift. And I'm excited today because this is the third episode of our new podcast. Today, my host, Carl Gruber, and I will be discussing and going deeper into some of the key teachings and principles of A Course in Miracles.
2: All right. Thank you, Jen. In our first show, she and I introduced you to understanding the difference between the ego's dualistic thought system of an ever-changing and shifting world based on sin, judgment, lack, guilt, and especially an attack and the dogma of separation and its differences with that of the true non-dualistic spiritual teachings of your source of all that is. One where all is one, no sin or guilt exists and only pure unconditional love and forgiveness are your true reality. In other words, everything you think you see and perceive in the world is not real. And instead of your true reality is at home with your creator who is taking loving care of you. Right now, as you sleep within this nightmare of separation from your brothers and all that is.
1: So as you can see, there's so much for us to discuss to help you open your heart and your mind to awaken to the light of the truth of your true oneness with everything that exists. So hey, Carl, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. And you know what? I'm so glad that you mentioned that there's so much for us to discuss. I mean, just like, you know, let's do... um, An overview of what we've covered so far in our first couple podcasts. Uh, Non-dualistic spiritual teaching is that this world, this life, each of us perceives is actually a dream, a literal nightmare. And you are in truth, the son of God who is now asleep in a dream of separation from all that is. And all you have to do is watch the news that it is a literal nightmare. (laughs)
1: It is at the moment, especially. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually very. I don't watch the news because of that, because of that fact. Um, and it's non-dualistic teaching is, um, yeah, everything around us is an illusion. Um, and so, and I try telling that to the kids. And it's funny when you try and explain non-dualistic teaching to the kids, and you try and explain that you know everything that's around us is energy and and um and they just they just go how does that how does that happen so Carl go into it a little bit more as to if we can see everything in front of us mm-hmm. how can it not be real
2: Well, and and, you know, I mentioned already a couple times that uh, you truly are asleep dreaming of this world, and that has created a deep sense of guilt that you usurp God in order to have your own world, and the problem with this is that this deep guilt is based on separation instead of the total oneness of your reality at home with your source, and this leads to you projecting the seeming reality of sin, guilt, judgment, total isolation, and separation from your Brothers attack and lack in the belief that in order for you to gain, someone must lose. So if you're projecting yeah. that, you know, you go and touch that, well, that's real, but it's really a dream.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And every lifetime you dream, you live here in this world of separation, it's actually another chance. And it's another step towards learning yet, another lesson that um that we must unconditionally forgive ourselves everyone else and everything.
2: Well, and that's funny, Jen, because just before we started this podcast, you and I were just talking about uh, forgiveness lessons. And, you know, with each forgiveness lesson that you successfully complete, you slowly and gradually are awakening from the illusion of this dream where your father is lovingly and quietly whispering to you as you sleep, Wake up, my son. You're only dreaming. You're always safe here at home with me. And you'll never, you really have never gone anywhere. You've only dreamed. Of this separation and you know as you complete forgiveness lessons lifetime after lifetime it actually shortens the amount of time that you have to come back into this dream it actually eliminates time
1: absolutely now if you find it hard to believe that your life and the world are nothing but a nightmarish dream I'm certain if you look deeper within yourself uh, you can't deny that there is actually a sense and a knowing within you that there's something better than this a place where only the unity of oneness and all that is unconditional love and forgiveness complete and pure innocence no death no sin no guilt and only light and joy truly exist and this is exactly why we're doing this podcast and we're teaching our course your spiritual shift isn't it carl
2: It is. And, you know, I was just thinking when you were saying uh, there's only complete and pure innocence, no death, no sin, no guilt. That is pretty darn hard for any human to imagine. But I think it's beautiful. And as you allow yourself... To open up to that you know and and believe it, it really is a, a beautiful feeling and, and it's your way to waking up and you know this is our way of helping you and me and everyone to return uh, to that deep inherent understanding, knowing that there really is something better than what you perceive as a reality of this world and I have to say, Jen, ever since I'd been a, a young man, i somehow I always knew there was something better than this
1: yeah, absolutely and you know, growing up, and I, I actually grew up um, in quite an interesting interesting household in um, Aboriginal communities. I lived in Aboriginal communities my whole life. Um, well, probably maybe about 10 years of my life I lived on them. And so you see the different cultures and the different people that you're around. Um, and as I've gone through life, I've experienced many... Um, many hardships that has made me understand and know that there was something better out there, know that there was some, some source out there that was, that was only there to look after us and only there to create the best life that we possibly can. So, um, that, so there has to be something better out there and by practising joy, practising forgiveness, um, then we can reach that high level of enlightenment.
2: You know, I'm curious, Jenna, you know, I I can't remember if you had told me that you grew up in the aboriginal community. Um, are And maybe you don't know this. I know I don't. Um, is there uh, spiritual practices similar to the native uh, cultures around the world of, of oneness with nature and Mother Earth and, and all that is?
1: Uh, the Aboriginals are actually very interesting um, with how they live and it's, it's, a, it's a very, um, I, I'm blessed to have been given that opportunity because growing up they, they lived on the land and I remember going out um, with my friends because all my friends were Aboriginal um, and I remember going out with their families and we would hunt. Mm. And but what we would but what we would hunt would be honey ants. I don't know if you've ever heard of honey ants. Yeah, sure. Um, so we'd hunt big. We'd get big buckets of honey ants. We'd get um, widgety grubs. Um, you know all of the all of the um, Aboriginal uh, foods and delicacies that that they find up there. And then when when they would hunt the kangaroos which, um, because pretty much all of their food, at least when I was there, all of their food they hunted and they actually killed themselves because being able to get food into the communities was difficult. So, um, and it was limited and they, so they spent a lot of time actually going out and finding their own food. And so they'll get this kangaroo and um, all of a sudden you'd be watching them and they would be dragging this kangaroo, they'd killed her, They'd be dragging this kangaroo and then this kangaroo they would chuck onto the top of the stove and it would just sit there. They didn't have, they didn't have fridges. Yeah. Um, but their belief that they didn't need it, their belief that everything was fine without it, um, they very rarely got sick. Mm-hmm. And yet we have, we have conditioned ourselves in today's society to worry about everything. We've conditioned ourselves to go, oh well, um, you know, oh, I've got to be real careful of that because that's going to make me sick. In in <laughs> now their day, more that,
2: ever. now yeah. more than ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like everything that happens is going to make us sick, and but to them, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. It was like they they do have their own traditions, um, some of which I never understood um, because I wasn't able to get into their head. As to why they do this, they have they have certain cultural traditions um, for the young boys, um, which I never quite understood. And they have like being on the communities. They have their own uh, punishment for for wrongdoings. So they have their own system. And if you are um, part of the the their community and you do something wrong um then they have their own way of reprimanding you. So um which is not something we use in our in our traditional society but I have you know I have seen seen many um, spearings and, and stuff that that happens um, as their way of of dealing with it. So being on an, an Aboriginal community um, it opens your eyes to the to the different cultures um And they... um yeah, it, it's quite, quite
2: an interesting experience. So, you know, for our, our viewers and listeners who don't know, Jen is in uh, Perth, Australia, and I'm in yeah. Columbus, Ohio, in the United States. So I think this is an exciting part that we're going to be talking about in our future podcasts about more and more Native uh, uh, cultures in North and South America, Australia. Yeah. Um, we talked uh, briefly already about Hawaiians and the Pono, and, of course, uh, all of it is non-dualistic, beautiful, uh, true spirituality. And and so, you know, if you guys are ready, join us and ride along with us to make that shift, that spiritual shift back to the truth of true non-dualistic spirituality, your real home. And if you choose to do this, it will be the most enlightening and joyful ride that you will ever make.
1: Absolutely. And I'm very excited to be um, taking you all alongside Carl through this journey, because um, it's going to be quite exciting. It's going to open your eyes and awaken you to what is truly happening around us Um, through times of Mm -hmm. COVID, uh, through times of adversity. We all need to be able to deal with adversity and understand that we are living in a non-dualistic world um, where we're like we said, we're living in a dream and we have the ability to change that. So we are going to show you as we go through this process exactly how you're going to be able to do that.
2: You know, Jen, I want to I wanna finish uh, this little chat uh, we're doing here with a, with a wonderful quote that I found from the author, author of the book Dying to Be Me by Anita Moorjani. Uh, And and she had an NDE experience, near-death experience, and she wrote this whole book uh, on Hay House Publishing, wonderful book. And her quote, this just struck a a chord with me. Imagine a multi-sided prism. And imagine that each of those sides, each of the facets of the prism is one of us. As we are expressing that facet here in this physical life, we don't realize that we are connected to the other facets. We don't realize that each of us. Is one facet of the whole, and I call that whole God. The whole yeah. is consciousness. It's being aware that the consciousness that expresses itself through me is also the consciousness that expresses itself through you. And uh,
1: absolutely, that, and I loved, and I love that quote, yeah. and 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 it just shows that we are all one, um, which is why we need to. We need to try our best not to judge others, mm-hmm. and to to forgive those that um, that we feel are unforgivable. I've actually got I've actually got a subconscious success summit that is coming up in March, and it's an eight day summit. Um, and I've got one of the days is actually on adversity and resilience. Um, and so there's some incredible stories as to how people have actually, through forgiveness and through, um, through love, they've been able to transform the adversity they've had in their lives to be able to, um, create joy once again. Um, in one of the days it's, um, unlimited beliefs and emotions. And one of the ladies that's speaking on that is talking about forgiveness So um, it's really important that that is like a top tip for being able to actually obtain that pure enlightenment.
2: Well, and and I hope um, all of you uh, watching and listening will choose to join Jen and I with our 12-week program we're going to be coming out with uh, in a few weeks here. And yeah. Of course, it's called Your Spiritual Shift. But that's it for uh, another podcast here with Jennifer Matthews yes. and Carl Gruber and Your Spiritual Shift. Thank you, everybody, so much. We appreciate
1: you joining us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.
0: Your Spiritual Shift. The podcast is based on the program of the same name and is taught by your hosts, Jennifer Matthews, a certified naturopath and spiritual counselor, and Carl Gruber, a certified law of attraction life coach and spiritual counselor. Join us for each podcast as we explore in depth how to practically implement and integrate into your daily life true non-dualistic spiritual practices to live a more enjoyable life based on the reality of your innocence and unity with your brothers and sisters at the source of all that is. Much love and light to you. Until next
1: time, my friend.